You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Podcast time. Uh, no Jerry Recco. He and uh, Gio had to head down right at 10 o'clock to go golfing. Uh, so Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Hello, podcast people. Uh, hello, Eddie Scazzeri. Eddie, uh, you and I uh, were together behind the bar yesterday at the Ugly Duckling. Yes, we were with we did, Jerry. With uh, Jerry, we did some bartending. Uh, a couple things. One, do you think you could, if trained properly, that you could do that job? If trained properly? Because yeah. uh, we were I, just kind of thrown in there. Yes, and we were getting you know much help from the professionals we were. who were there. Telling us where where the gin was. Yes, where all the products were. How to properly pour the beer, which I should have known, but I didn't. Which glasses are for yeah. which drinks? Right. Um, but I know there to be a real bartender, you go to bartender school. Yeah. And you learn how to make the more exotic drinks. I mean, you know, we got the hang of the beer and the. And the mixed, uh, the simple mix. Yeah, drinks. with the one alcohol and the one mixer. Yes. So uh, uh, tequila and soda. Right. But then somebody asked me for a margarita, and I waved the white flag. Oh, yeah. Four ingredients, maybe salt on the thing. Right. No, no thanks. I'm out. You also had one where some guy wanted something with bitters in it. He's, uh, I did? Yeah. Oh. It was the drink that you made where you ended up putting an orange in it. Uh, maybe that was Jerry. Oh, that was Jerry. That was Jerry. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. I yeah, yeah. That was Jerry. He did not do that correctly. And Jerry was was into it and yeah. now thinks he can be a bartender. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know what? If trained properly, and that's a whole thing. You know, yes. you got to be trained properly. I loved the idea of how, like, I would get in there and uh, how organized it is. Like, mm-hmm. you know where all of your drinks yes. are, where the beers are, where the canned, the taps. You know, it's a station to station. Yeah. And they, uh, and then like where the juices are, what juices yeah. are on the little automatic the dispenser. Yeah. And then, you know, one of the, and then, but then here's where I like, I was like, oh my God, now what? The, one of the taps ran dry. Right. So I, I told the guy, hey, then now what? And he goes, nah, now we don't have any more. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, and they put the little cap on it yeah, saying then you we don't have that. Pick another beer. And uh, away we go. Yeah, so that was a good time. But I feel like, yeah, if I was organized and I knew where everything was, now, again, we weren't uh, taking any money, so that's a whole nother. Yeah, that was a whole nother level. I mean, punching things every in. drink going over to the – and imagine in the past before, like uh, one of the uh, – uh, Francesca, she was telling me 
you know, now it's like, you know, it'll hold the card, hold the name, and it keeps it separate. Yeah, tab, the computer and, system. You know, so but imagine in the old days. Oh, my God. Very tough. And you're making change. You know, it's like to, an old-fashioned cash register. Yeah, you're trying to keep track of, like, who ordered what, yeah. what it cost, yeah. then where the tips go. I mean, right. it was a whole thing. And then it's like, you know, when... Uh, like, when do you give the guy one on the house? After how many? How right. Does that work? Yeah. Right. A, bu- a buyback or a payback, whatever right. it's called. And and uh, when do you... Uh, right. Because they used to... I know the barkeeps used to turn over a shot glass in front of you when your next one was going to be on the oh, house. Yeah. I remember that from when I used to drink way too much. Um, and yeah, so... You used to get on the house drinks? Oh, yeah. 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 I would get that occasionally if I'm out and somebody, like a bartender, is a fan of the show. Yes. Like they immediately bring one of those cups over and puts it. They still do that, I guess, in some places. Yeah. It's like a little shot glass that yeah. they turn over. And I, I think maybe that's just more for them to know or for if they're sharing the bar with another. Yeah, like the next one's on the house. Yeah. And then they like, you know, they, and after a while, they, you know, you're sitting there for hours sometimes and then they know. When you ask for another, they know what you're drinking. Right. Automatically. They just know that. Yeah. Very cool. Then the other thing that we found out is that, like, for me, you know, and and I was, you know, more of, like, worrying about touching things and germs before COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a germaphobe, as people no. say. No, no, no. Yeah. No. But I'm, I'm conscious of yes. things. So what felt weird to me was uh, putting a lime in someone's drink. Mm-hmm. Like I had to, with my fingers, correct, take the lime out and, of the thing and shove it on and there. And we were not wearing latex, glass. right? And we were as not. no one does that in the bar, right? But scene. it's funny, like you go to any restaurant, like the restaurants we were in yesterday, yeah. the servers in masks. I didn't notice if they were wearing gloves or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Yeah, that's and true. Every restaurant I've been in has had their, their wearing masks. Actually, the place we went to lunch was not wearing masks because I was conscious of, like, I got something in a bowl, mm-hmm. the thumb being on the inner part of no my... No gloves, but did no he have gloves. a mask on? Masks, yes, did, no gloves. Yes. And then at night they had the... So, all right, so no gloves. But we were not wearing masks, not wearing gloves. Right. You know, the one, one of the drinks I had, somebody asked, it was three ingredients. Yeah. And so I handled the first two, and I said, they asked for a splash of pineapple. Not like a lot, but a splash. So, And then she just brought over a big dole can that had been popped open. I was like, oh, okay. And you just went... Yeah, and it was like, uh, yeah, very surprising. We're sticking our hands into the ice thing. And, yeah. You know, but then again, we're serving alcohol, which is going to kill quickly the germs. You know, it, it, even that kind of alcohol would kill germs. Yes, like I always thought it had to be rubbing alcohol. Like isopropyl. Yeah, isopropyl. Uh, I, my understanding is because you ever see in like old western, somebody gets a gunshot wound, they throw gin on it. <laughs> you know, so here's some whiskey for that wound of yours. Yeah, I think it does. Maybe not as quite as effectively as the rubbing alcohol. Yeah, I think it does. Beer, probably not so much. Or especially in O'Doul's. In O'Doul's, that won't do it. <laughs> that would that'll be no help. But it does make me think to order a, because I drink beer is my mm-hmm. main drink, order a bottled beer when I go out. Although, if 
you're thinking about how we got the beers. Yeah. Now we are touching the outside of the glass. Right. So, but then that that was probably the most sanitary of all the drinks we the served, beers. Yeah. Because you're having the glass and then you're just you're just not touching anything right. and you're just doing the spigot into the the tap or into the glass and away you go. I was very proud of my beer pours. Yeah, I was after the first fail I had. Yeah. And then I had the one douche who was like, yeah, there's too much foam on it. Like, hey, order another one. They're all free. You know, I, well, you paid I already, was like, I, mean. I actually said, hey, you know, we're all guest bartender. You know, he just, he. He was not was having it. Humorless. He's like, get me my beer. Yeah. yeah you poured one yeah, beer. You, had yeah, a lot you of foam. it again. Oh, you pour it again, sir. Yeah. I was like, you should have, sl- you know how impressively you can drink an entire beer? Yes. You should have grabbed his beer with all the foam and just downed it and go, I'll get you another one. Yeah. Yeah, I should have. Actually, that would have been a very cool move. Yeah, oh, so people were like, "Oh, but damn!" Probably, I would have wound up with like a little spillage on my t-shirt. Yeah. Then I would not. That would looked embarrassing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the girl that helped us, Fran, Francesca, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she had a lot of tattoos. Yes, she did. I was very close to having a tattoo conversation with her. Yes, there were some moments where there was a little bit of a lull. Yeah, and that was our, then it would get busy again. You probably couldn't get a, a satisfactory conversation. Oh, yeah, I also didn't want her to think I was... Judging her. Judging her, yeah. Which you were, but that's okay. Well, I was just curious. I was going to say, what was your first tattoo? Right. She had many tattoos. She what did. was your last tattoo? Right. You know, what, what was your first and your now, last? she didn't have neck or face. No, but she had all her arms, yeah. her side, Mid-riff, her yeah. stomach. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot going on there. Yeah. Well, some people, it's like uh, any other, you know, hobby that becomes uh, maybe a little bit compulsive. Right, get a little too much. Yeah, you know, and you get really into it, and but that's cool. But I do have that theory that uh, people with a lot of tattoos, they've, they've had some sort of trauma. Yes, with with a lot. With a lot of tattoos, right. not one or two tattoos. Not you just get one, a, you got you, drunk or right. whatever, and you get one. And but if you're a, covered in tattoos... Something Something's happens. going on. Which is strange. Like, why is that? Why are tattoos and trauma linked? I don't know. But it's like uh, maybe it's just a form of, you know, the people who cut themselves. Yeah. You know? A pain thing? They like the pain I, I of the tattoo? A pain thing or... I, I don't know. But, like, the obviously when somebody is, like, constantly cutting themselves. Yeah. Which is a known affliction. Yes. You know, th- there's something wrong. And I right. think maybe a tattoo is a milder, less destructive form of whatever is going on with the people who cut themselves. Yeah. Perhaps. What the hell do we know? We don't, but uh, like, why has there not been a study done on that? Uh, there may have been. I I was Googling it. You Googled oh. why do people get tattoos? Well, I, I tried to Google on everything about a study between tattoos and trauma. Mm-hmm. And you saw nothing, really, no I, satisfactory answer? No, I, I think I found one article that got into it, but it wasn't, it seems blaring, uh, glaring to me mm-hmm. that that is a thing. Because there's a reason why, you know, like, well, you would say that people who strip, who get into pornography, these are people that have a lot of tattoos. So mm-hmm. those are also people, I think, that are dealing with trauma. I would just think that it's a it's a study worth noting because mm-hmm. it's almost like you know that saying guys this so and so wears their heart on their sleeve. Yes, I think when you when I see somebody that has a lot of tattoos, I wonder 
like I think, wow, they must have had a really tough stretch of life at some point mm-hmm. or maybe still are in it. Or, and you could have the other side, the more innocent side where, you know, maybe they are obsessive compulsive, yeah. which is not necessarily related to any trauma. And we're, we all have our things of, about which we are little uh, OCD. Yes. So perhaps, you know, they just got a tattoo, like one, their first tattoo, because it was just whatever. It was fun, this and that. And then they then they became obsessed with it without any sort of underlying psychological trauma. Right. Just this sort of underlying uh, underlying brain wiring that causes OCD about certain things in, in pretty much everybody. Right. One of the other things about the bartending, not a lot of room behind the bar. Oh, boy. When you're moving around oh boy, yes. with all the different people. Yes, like a so busy bar. Yes. And if for a girthier person like myself, yeah, I notice. Well, hey, hey now. You know. Right. A little, little tight back there. Yeah, very tight back there. And that seems to be standard. Yes. In bars. Yeah. I guess like because you don't want to take away because, you know, bars can be pretty crowded anyway. Right. So you don't want to take away any space from your patrons. Right. I think I'd like to be a bartender at like a a slow casual Irish bar, uh, you know, where there's like a, a older people coming yeah. in, sitting down. You know what bars have more space? Like bars in hotels or restaurants. Yeah, you notice that you a little more room behind the bar. You had to move around. Yeah, but not like a real bar. But I bet when a bar is busy. That's a job that goes very quickly. Oh, boy. Yeah, you have no time to think. Right. It's just like constantly moving. That's why, like, afterwards, everybody relaxes and has uh, beers and and drinks. Like during the uh, early days of the pandemic, when I was here by myself. Yeah. It was like people, you know, it was weird and freaky. But once the show started, it was like I had no time to even feel the strangeness, the weirdness. I was so ultra occupied every moment and yeah. then after the show i was like oh my god you know and you have to have a chance to breathe but it's, yeah. it was i could see totally it being like that on a friday night right it's crazy yeah and imagine like you know you have to i guess maybe part of the bartender school is like how to break up fights or or whatever notice the signs of a fight coming because you know obviously there's a lot of bars or bar fights break out I also think though it's a it's a job where you're a, a lot of time dealing with happy people because people are at the bar, they're having a good time, they're having some drinks, they're blowing off some steam, uh, uh, right? Or it's like just friendly interactions. And I guess maybe it wouldn't be necessarily on a Friday or Saturday night, but like you know, a Tuesday afternoon, somebody's coming and drinking alone. There's Problem. a story there too, right? And you gotta and sit there. They're sad, right? And you, as the bartender, are mm-hmm. supposed to. Lend an ear. Right. That's the whole thing about uh, bartenders. They lend hear a lot me, of stories. Yeah. Lend me an ear. Mm-hmm. Your bartender. Mm. Hmm. I did notice also, I had bartended a couple other times for Boomer events. Yes. Uh, where the main drinks were beers and one alcohol, one mixed ingredient. Mm-hmm. This was the first time overwhelmingly, like in all the other places, it was a vodka and something. Vodka soda, vodka tonic, vodka vodka, vodka mixed with this ju- juice. The, this time, it was tequila. Now, for me, yeah, I had pretty much an equal mix of vodka and this, tequila and this. Oh, really? And I had, and I would say this was the winner, 
whiskey and this. Yeah, whiskey. I, and then it was uh, so I got the the proper number twelve, you know, and uh, that uh, what's his face, the MMA guy. I can't think of his name. Connor McGregor. Yes, that guy. That's his drink. Yeah, well, he endorses that. Oh, okay. Uh, he may be part owner. Who knows? Yeah, but that's the whiskey they had there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I had more of that than oh. anything else. Oh, I just kept getting tequila and uh, soda. Yeah, I had a pretty good mix of the mixed drinks of uh, beer, and then I myself had a glass of wine, which Fran had to go find the wine at the end of the bar because, yeah. of course, no one drinks it. So, yeah, it was also interesting how many different alcoholic beverages there are now mm-hmm. in a can. Yes. Right, all these spritzers and mm-hmm. seltzers and yeah, I everyone's had, I, got I poured them. two Guinnesses and and. Uh, Two Bud Lights, you know, so I had a good mix going. Yeah. I got the full full taste. The full taste of what it would be like to be a bartender, other than you didn't break up any fights. Right, and I didn't have to ring anybody up. And we didn't have to ring anybody up. Which that was, yeah, that would that's a whole nother level. Yeah. And then trying to remember, and especially like if you're taking like th- drinks from three people, and right. we're, we're all deaf, half deaf in radio anyway. All right, I had to keep leaning in, and it yes. wasn't even noisy. Yes. What is this now you want? Yeah. And then I, I had, I went, I half it was two drinks. I got one. And I said, uh, hey, what was that again? But I guess that builds up over time. Yeah. Yeah. You can start to uh, recognize what people are looking for. Are you looking forward to uh, the the live show from DJs tomorrow? I am. Yeah. It's always a good time. What time do you plan on getting there? Uh, probably, um, by 4.30, I would 4:30. guess. 4.30, all right. This way I can be of assistance to Fleegs and Zoo back here if there is uh, any need for my expertise, um, you know, or advice or whatever. I like to, you know, get there and and be available yeah. to the guys back here if, if they need me. I think um, I will do a four-hour bit, get there at 4.30 as well. Yeah, and um, yeah. It is always a, a fun, and it's it's we kind of had the boat party, which was a similar feel, very similar feel, yeah. But um, but this you don't need tickets for anybody right. can come, and it's you know, and it's traditional for us. Now. Yeah, I forget. I was trying to remember how many we did of the kickoffs before, you know, the uh, before the pandemic. Yeah, we only did one at DJs. We did. Was it four or at five the headliners? At I think. I was thinking three or four. I didn't even. Uh, yeah. So okay, know. maybe go four. Yeah. So there you go. Which is not a tra- you know super long tradition. Yeah. But I would love to bring my dog, but she she was is not a fan of yeah. people crowds. Like, she's not mean, but she's not. Oh, no, no, doesn't no. want to be. A, right. She'd be nervous, and she'd be doing diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. And now I could bring Cooper. Right. But you know, I didn't. I didn't check to see if you could bring a dog to the Hampton. Hampton Inn. Oh, right. And, uh, I bring yeah. him to my house. Yeah. He would get along with her. He's so, he's, you met him. He's mellow. Yeah. And he's so friendly. Yeah. And, you know, is not looking for any trouble. Just wants <laughs> to be everybody's friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he'll roll over and say, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, so kind of like his dad. Anyway, <laughs> so. Yeah. But he would, he would love it. He would have a blast. Yeah. There. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. I have to go get my car out of the lot before they charge me for oh, a second yes, day. yes, okay. Uh, and uh, we will see you live from DJ's tomorrow at 5 a.m. See you! So- this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Alexa, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Right, here we go. It's Thursday. It is great to have you with us. Run, run, run. The Eddie Scazzeri, good to see you. And across from me, his name is Al Jeff Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. We did our bartending last evening. We were quite good. We were very good. Uh, and I actually, so many people were ordering a, um, a Casamigos and... Uh, and soda. And soda. I was like, well, why don't I try one of these? Yeah, very good. Very good. Yes, it is. I, I had know. two of them. Look at you. I had three beers during the day, two at lunch. And two tequilas. And two tequilas. That's called. Me. That's a good day. That's called living. Uh, living. There you live, go. Live, Jerry. <laughs> live, damn it. It really was. I had a blast. Because if you don't live, you can wind up like Sal, almost dead from the streets of New York. Did well, you hear that a, story, Jerry? Uh, I heard a portion of it. So he was trying to take a nap in his car. Yeah, I guess in the middle of the night like we uh, yeah, do. I, see, I've never done that. I told you the one time I thought about doing it. Yeah. Three minutes in, I'm like, this is not a good idea. And that's when I went to that terrible hotel. Yeah, the crack hotel well, in New Jersey. Well, it certainly seemed to be. Uh, but I guess, well, Sal is on the air here uh, that late. So I guess, uh, you know, he, what time does he come on? Like midnight? I think last night was, well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so I think it was prior to that. So okay. he's going to sleep in his car. Right. So not really the middle of the night. It's late at night, but it's not the middle of the morning like how we travel in here. And uh, a couple of guys in masks because that's everyone's normal now. Can just wear a mask. Yep. You can wear your you can wear your hoodie and a mask wherever you want. And no one questions you. That used to be criminal behavior. And uh, they approached Sal in his car. Uh, the, and Sal thought something was up, so he drove home and did the show from home. Smart. I hear you. Yeah, I think we also learned come in here next time. Yeah, come in here and take a nap. Yes. Which is not easy to do, and I get it. But even just resting is resting. And get some weapons like I have. I've got mace spray. I've got uh, a, a baton. I've got a, sh- a shocker. What do you call those, Jerry? A stun gun. A taser gun. gun. I mean, my hands are full when I'm walking through New York City. <laughs> and I'm you, ready. And you only got to walk eight feet. 
Right. <laughs> right. And that's walking from across the street into the building. Pretty much. I'm glad I didn't hear this story this morning because, you know, we stayed in a hotel last night because we did the uh, the charity uh, bartending. And I had to walk, I think, four blocks. If I'd have heard that Sal story before you I left. You would have taken an Uber. I would have taken an Uber. <laughs> four blocks. Yep. <laughs> This ride costs you $3. I had my head on a swivel, Jerry, just walking those four blocks. You have to. Even if it's a block, you Not have to. Not only that, to. I put my hood up. Oh, you want to play? That's a bad move on your part. Why is that? Because your peripheral vision is not good. I did think of that. Uh-huh. I did think. Well, I, at first I thought, you know, I'm going to put this hood up. I'm going to walk around. People will be afraid of me in the streets. Yeah. And I did that, and you're right. My peripheral vision was off. So I yep. did take it down at one point. And then I just head on a swivel, Jerry. <laughs> Yeah. I was like Bruce Lee when he would fight all those dudes at one time. You'd have to fight anybody. But I'm saying I was ready for it. You were ready, but I you didn't have to fight anybody. It. I didn't have to fight anybody, Plus, luckily. there's construction going on at That's 3 true. o'clock in the morning, which is unbelievable right outside our building. I, and I did think, as I'm walking up, I see all the construction yeah. guys. I go, no one's going to mug me in front of construction guys. Look at all these witnesses you I have. think. Look at all these witnesses. Right. That's why I like parking on the one block or the, right up the street because there's a security guard that's awake yes. and usually just mulling around. Correct. Like, at least there's someone that can. But I also didn't like that the eyewitness con- account. That the construction guys had no fear of me at three o'clock in the morning walking past them. They weren't like this guy's going to uh, jump well, us. I mean, there's a joke there. I'll let it be. All right. <laughs> they were like not threat- a care in the world. You like, don't look very threatening. Well, I'm threatening, Jerry. They see your pencil like your pencil legs coming at you. Right, but this is the thing. They don't know that I know uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Well, no one knows. Of course not. But and you just said, do you look threatening? Yeah. You do not. Right. I mean, really? You guys aren't threatened by me? Let's no, go Brazilian no, no, we're not. jiu-jitsu style. Okay, let's go. Because <laughs> here's what you don't know. If they knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right. here's what I know. You don't. If they knew, I mean, what a battle in the streets that would be, Jerry. A whole Brazilian jiu-jitsu match in front of a construction site. Yeah. Me and a bunch of construction workers, yeah. full-on jiu-jitsu style. Never know. All right, so uh, Sal, I like that Sal left and uh, went home. I would tell uh, the radio station, I'm never coming back. <laughs> you got to get us... Uh, I suppose, but we... Secured, uh, we need our own security guards. I can still come back to, why were you in your car? Just come in. But it could have happened when he parked his car well, and come in. Of course it can. It can happen anywhere. We know that. But the bottom line is he's he's hanging out in his car. And Eddie parked so far away. I, I know. That's Eddie's trouble. gotten away with a lot for about 12 years now. Yeah. I know. Like when the, the day we come in and we hear Eddie got jumped and uh, they... Sadly, I won't be shocked. We'll be like, well, we knew that was coming. Yes. Is he okay? No. Hmm. Crap. Well, he knows Kung Fu, so... No, he doesn't. Uh, Jerry, let the people think he knows so they don't oh, jump him. Sorry, my bad. He's a black belt in kung fu. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's true. He, that is true. He learned in high school, so he's been a long time master of he, kung fu. He left high school forty years right, ago. Right, that's what I'm saying. All that experience now, Jerry. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Let's do sports. All right. You want to do a little sports? Are you sure. ready, Jerry? Are you ready for sports? I'm always ready. All right. Well, we had uh, you are here yesterday, Jerry, telling me that uh, both the Mets and the Yankees were going to throw uh, brand new fresh uh, meat on the mound. Well, it went good for one guy and not so good for the other. Went good for one and not for the other. Let's start with the good, Jerry. J.P. Sears. He was a pitcher. I saw his mom and dad in the crowd, and I guess that was his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, she was the blonde jumping oh, up and down. Yeah. Yes. She was All in right, a half shirt, You Jerry. sound creepy. I know. She was wearing a half shirt. I, I'm well aware. I saw. What a move. Because she knew she was going to be on camera. And then when <laughs> she would jump up and put her arms up in the air. Her, belly button. Yeah. Her half shirt went all the way up. <laughs> all the way up. <laughs> yeah. That was cool, Jerry. 
Yeah, he's. Um, she was very excited for him. Very happy for him, and he did well. What did he pitch? You? Five innings? Five, five shutout innings. innings? Yes, he did. I know it was against the Orioles, but still, we've seen them uh, score a lot of runs sometimes. And you know who didn't score a lot of runs? Who? The Yankees. The Yankees also didn't score a lot of runs. So you had, first of all, J.P. Sears, who we'd never heard of till yesterday. He throws five innings, shut out. Uh, then they go to the bullpen. Uh, some fellow, Ron... Marinaccio? He's the, he, yeah, he threw well yesterday, He's a good. couple of innings. Well, I mean, he we did yesterday. Know. He's had some good uh, relief appearances. And then Clay Holmes. I don't know a lot about him. And then Clay Holmes, another two innings. Done. That's how you Done. do it, Jerry. Five shutout innings from the starter. Yeah. Two from the next reliever, two from the next reliever, pack up, go home. I thought there were a couple of guys in between that, but okay, you might be right. I think I'm right. I, I did read the... Uh, I read the full article, Jerry. You read just, the full I article? I just go with the headline. Yeah. Because the people demand more than that. Because I fell asleep watching this game yeah. in our hotel with the uh, giant TV. It was hanging over our head, basically. Yes. Because hotel rooms in Manhattan are... It was a very nice hotel. But it was. my small. goodness, are these hotels small. So the, the TV is literally hanging right over your head as you're trying to sleep. Yeah, Litke and uh, Miguel Castro pitched in between. I knew what? that. What? I'm sitting... I, I thought what I a, saw Castro in the game as I was passing out. What a poorly written article. Yes. Uh, Holmes threw one inning, not two. Holmes? Yes. I am right, though. J.P. Sears, though, Jerry. He uh, yeah. threw five. <laughs> he did, yes. Shut out innings. Yes. And then it was uh, Miguel Andujar, who really, he had an RBI single. Then he went to steal second, bad throw down, so that another run scored. So he really was responsible for both runs. Yes. Had a big part in it. Big part in it. Aaron Judge thought he had a home Aaron run. Aaron Judge. I mean, that was so weird. The Aaron Judge shot to left field looked like the way that thing came off the bat, that was a sure home run. No. Landed on the warning track. And yet there have been many double. and have been many home runs that look like home runs and they go further than you think. Right. It's been a very strange year with that. And then that. the other opposite field shots where they get under it, yep. it's opposite field, doesn't look like anything, and then it goes for and a home run. Out of here. Yes, ah! Exactly. Yeah, how about that? So now the Yankees uh, travel to Tampa. Yes, they're probably there already. The very sterile Tampa. That place is awful. They st- It's a 640 game tonight, Jerry. Yeah. You're going to have to turn your TV on a little early. You get a 20-minute pre-start before uh, the Rangers game. Yeah, I well, I won't be home until after 7, but I will uh, try and catch up. Right All right, home. you catch up. Very, no. very long day ahead. You got a long day ahead of you? Very long day. All right. Got to go take G golfing. All right. And I got to leave from golf. I got to go right to my son's game. And then I'm going to go home for a half hour, go to my other son's game. Then you go to sleep. Then you go to DJ's. Take a nap and go to DJ's. You get your fist pumping ready to go. Whatever. Sure. Er, I'm I'm er, ready to go for tomorrow. Me too. I'm fired up. I got a lot of prep ready. I am fired up. I got Jerry, you think you have a long day. I have to go pick up my dog later. And then what do you have to do? That's all. But. Well, no, no, no. You have to go to dinner. Oh, damn it. That's right. Damn it, Jerry. I will get G there nice and early for you okay. so that you can get out of there for Boomer by 7.15. Right. Right? Game starts at 7.05. Game starts at 7.05. That's, he needs uh, to be back. It is a, that series, Jerry. Rangers, Hurricanes tied at 2. Were you able to get reservations at 4.30? Uh, unfortunately, they wanted to go at <laughs> 6. Oh, well, that's when you're going? I wanted to go 4.30, Jerry. That way you get done. You get, you're get you already digested by the time the Ranger game starts. That would have been perfect. Two-hour dinner, 6.30, in the car, back uh, in your hotel, right in time for face-off. Wonderful. Or for, in your case, go to sleep. Yeah. Well, probably a murder mystery, then go to bed. Yeah. That's a nice way to fall asleep. I woke up with a heart, heartbeat of 90 this morning. That what's seemed, a, that what's a normal? What's a normal heartbeat? I would think a resting heartbeat's like 60, no, Eddie? I don't know. 
Uh, that's pretty low, but, you know, 70-ish. Isn't See, 90 a little high, though? For resting, yes. Yeah. I thought that was strange. How, so you woke up, and you have a heart monitor on you? How did you well, know I had this? my watch on. And you were like, why is my heart racing? I was, I was sleeping on my side. Uh -huh. I just felt it. When I woke up, I'm like, that seems weird. Yeah. But that was odd. So I looked at my wrist. I'm like, wow, 91, 92 yeah. beats per minute. That seems like a lot since I was sleeping. <laughs> what was I running around the room in my maybe, sleep? Yeah, maybe in your sleep you were in under stress. Of course, I, mean, I must have been. Yeah, maybe I had a stressful dream that yeah, I'm not, not like aware a, of. Like a, a murderer was chasing. Maybe you. it's very possible. Clearly, I wasn't running around the room because if I did, I'd probably have broken legs right now. Yeah, you wouldn't have. There's not a lot of space. <laughs> there was nowhere to go. I'm watching a series right now on ID Channel, Jerry. Just the title of some of the things I watch. This is the name of the series. Two Shallow Graves. Oh, God. <laughs> and this is how you peacefully go to sleep. This is how I ease into the night. You ever realize how bizarre that is? Yes. It's one thing to watch that on a you know daily basis at 2 o'clock in the afternoon after right. work. To watch that and then be like, I'm going to be laid down now. I'm nice and calm yeah. <laughs> and relaxed. Let me shut all the lights off and go to bed now. Oh, my God. After watching Two Shallow you Graves. You should be the one waking up with the heartbeat of Yes, 90. I should. Not me. Yes, I should. Had a nice day yesterday. Laid down. Watched the Yankee game for about not more than 15 minutes when I couldn't keep my eyes open. Fell asleep. Nice and restful. Wake up and my heartbeat's nuts. Boom. That should be you, not me. Your heartbeat was probably crazy, Jerry, because you're excited for tonight's big sports night with t Yankees, Rays, no, and Rangers, uh, Carolina, uh, Hurricanes. That's not it. You know how many times I want to write Panthers? It's unbelievable. Me too. I almost said Panthers right yeah. there. Yeah. And even with the Florida Panthers, I start writing Carolina in. It's a whole thing. What if we did this? Teams that have multiple... A sports fran you know, franchises in, in multiple sports. Like Carolina, they have a football right. team in the Panthers. One name? One name. Well, I mean, back in the day, you had the New York Giants and the New York Giants. Right. That's you what know. I mean. Like, you're, like New York, like we'll pick a, like in Carolina, your team is the Panthers. If they get an NBA expansion franchise, they're the Panthers also. Would make it easier. Yeah. But that's not going to be the case. Well, why do you want to be called the Hurricanes? That hurricane is like a bad thing. Synonymous with where they're from. I know, but that's like, that's a. Uh, like Miami, the Miami Hurricanes. Right. Well, I mean, I understand that it's a terrible natural event. Yeah. But it's also kind of like a cool, powerful name. Like we're Hurricanes, we're going to rip yeah. through your team. Like the Lightning. Right. Usually Lightning in Florida. It's yes. pretty it's quite crazy. scary. It's intense. Very intense. You know, so you've got. Trying to think, are there some? Is there a tornado? And there's none of that in college football, is there? Like, what would be another natural disaster event? There, earthquake. The, well, MLS, right? Yeah. There's an earthquake in Iowa State. Cyclones. 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 That's, That's right. A good one. That's another one. So yeah. So you get why they do it, but I'm with you because then when that hits, it's like, oh my god, right? No good. Like in New York, uh, the Miami Heat. Right, Miami Heat, like in New, New York, York carjackers. Yeah, <laughs> but that was one of the names before the Yankees. Well, the Highlanders, uh, uh, or are you going to come up with something clever here? No, it's like it was the New York kick your face on the subway. <laughs> just it sends a powerful message, Jerry, to the opponents, just like Hurricanes does, just like Earthquake. <laughs> well, that's why. That's what we're known weren't for. Weren't they trying to do the New York Pizza Rats? <laughs> yeah, Staten for, Island Pizza Rats. Yeah, they got the Ferry Hawks now. But the pizza rats, because of that stupid viral video with the rat eating the pizza up the subway stairs. Right. He was running with his pizza. You wonder why there's not a New York rat. Right. 
Like, one of the teams should have adopted the, the New York rats. Like, they could have put that big inflatable rat that the unions <laughs> use. Outside every stadium. Yeah. It'd be very confusing, <laughs> though, for the unions. Right. Is this is something happening here? Are we picketing no. in front of this? Or, or just is... the rats? Yeah, well, they'd have to put the logo on it. There ha- you, know, you know where there are really cool names? Your minor league baseball. Yes. Minor league baseball names are very clever. Yeah, more fun. They can be, 100%. Yeah. So, we'll take a look at that. Like you the never Savannah know. Bananas. Yeah, but that's more than a name. That's a whole gimmicky team. Yeah, they have a gimmicky team. So, and I've actually started to watch a little bit of that. Yeah. Looks fun. Like a night out, whatever. Right. You go Kinda with your cool. kids. They send the guy up to bat. He's in on stilts. <laughs> or pitching on stilts. <laughs> or pitching on stilts, yeah. Where is that in Savannah? Where is it? Savannah, Savannah Georgia? Savannah, Georgia, I guess, yeah. Yeah, makes sense. All right, let's take a quick break. Five sixteen. we got a lot to do. And we got Boomer and Geo coming in at 6. It is a Thursday on the fan. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is, everybody sucks. You don't really know why. Glad to see that you used a nice edited version. So I saw a video this morning, Jerry, of this song. Oh, you did? Yeah, so uh, uh, he they play. Making so sure. Check, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> they, he said, uh, she said bull bleep. Do-do-do-do-do-do. They played uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay. Olympus biscuit, and uh, they at the end of the show, I saw this on YouTube. It was pretty cool, Jerry. Um, at the end of the show, they brought up uh, the, the other opening bands to come out and say thank you to everybody. Then there was this little kid who they brought up on stage. I mean, Jerry, this kid looked like I, I mean, I'm bad with kids' ages, but seven. So he was seventeen, seven or eight years old. <laughs> he was a small okay. child. And uh, the, the, it was like the th- the lights were all up. They were like, oh, thank you for coming out. Da, 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 da. Oh, and then he goes, hold on. Where's that microphone? I promised this little kid something. And he gives this little kid the microphone. And they hit the opening chords of to break stuff. This kid and Fred Durst did it. That's awesome. The little kid knew all the words yeah. and was jumping around like Fred Durst. Grabbing that is his crotch. great. It's good to see the young kids, Jerry, getting into uh, music. You should have sent me that. I would have got that. That's fun. The kids sang uh, all the curse words and everything. I'm sure he did. But it seemed like a, you know what it was, Jerry? It, it seemed like a touching moment. Even though the kid was uh, saying curse words. He was singing a song. He was having a good time up there with Fred Durst. And Fred Durst was very impressed. Well, it's kind of like, so I'm, I would think his parents had the phone out and they video him. Yeah. Said, That's a video you... Oh, made. Yeah. That's a once-in-a-lifetime, you would think, unless the kid becomes some sort of a star. And even, like, when we went to Webster Hall and saw Jordan Davis, and he, I don't know if you were still there at that point or if you had left already, at one point, there were the women, and even some of the guys in the front row, they were standing up, front row was standing only, he would take their phone, and it was on video, and he was singing into the phone. Like, that is awesome. You know, I've seen do that, uh, the dude from Train, Pat Monahan, on okay. Train, during one song, he always goes around. He picks, he grabs people's phones yes. and takes a selfie Isn't with that them. Great? And then, yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Did you see? I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, artist known as Bright Eyes. I am not. He's a singer. Uh, evidently, they're on a tour. They're like an indie type of band. Okay, but they've got a, a a good following. I'm familiar with who they are, and I know you know Jerry. I'm a big music guy. I know you are. But anyway, this uh, uh, the, the lead singer has got some sort of problem going on so the other night two songs in he left he was like i'm, I'm out what of type here. of problem like physical I don't know what, or no, sick or something like that i think that, i'm not sure what's going on with him but he left the stage and didn't come back wow so the band brought up people from the audience to sing to sing it was like live karaoke wow they did paramore that does that well, they haven't done shows in forever 
But they'll do that at the end to close out a show. They'll bring up someone that they've noticed is singing every song. And they'll do, I think it's Misery Business. I think they do it with that song. And they let them come on and do the final last couple of lines. And it amazes me how they usually, I mean, it doesn't sound great. But they nail the lyrics. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. There's a great video on YouTube of uh, Foo Fighters. And there's a guy in the crowd, like a, a kid in the crowd, of uh, an adult Seven, kid. Eight. Yeah, no, no, he's the older. <laughs> okay. And he's in full kiss makeup mm. and a kiss costume. And I guess he's holding up a sign that he wants to play guitar with them. And near, at the end of the show, they go, where's that kiss dude? And they bring him up and they give him a guitar. I think they played Monkey Wrench. That's great. And, and he I can do it. it. Yeah, and he was running around the stage like a professional. Well, I think if you get to a certain level and you've played a song or songs so much, I mean, you do it with the piano. You know you know it when you know it. Right. So why wouldn't you be confident Yes, in saying, you know That's what? That's cool. Give me my five minutes of fame. Right. I can I can rock this out. And it's not even five minutes of fame anymore. Now it goes on YouTube. It can live forever. And you get 10 days out of it. Yeah. You never know. Uh, Generoso on Twitter, Jerry, had a good idea. We were talking about how uh, Sal thought he was going to be jumped in the streets of New York and then drove home instead of doing the show from here. And I said, I carry weapons. I'll put a hood yeah. up, make myself look tough. He said, uh, you should throw on a pair of fake cauliflower ears. Nobody messes with a dude with cauliflower ears. I don't know what that means. That means like what, you fighters? Mean like, like the... Um... They get the Their ears get blowed up from uh, being in headlocks and getting punched in the ear. Like it just, you'll look like a tough guy. I used to have, are you talking about the things that cover your ears no. for when you fight? No, I'm saying you, your ears have been abused so much from being in headlocks. Oh. And stuff that they pop out. That sounds disgusting. Call, it is disgusting, but it's also, Jerry, threatening. It's a deterrent. Yeah. All right. A couple of uh, quick things uh, from the Yankees. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton is on the IL. Shocking. Shocker. So is very underrated. I didn't know this was coming. Jonathan Loisica, too. Yeah, I see. He's on the list with right shoulder inflammation. That doesn't, and I know it's, I know they back timed it, but that doesn't yeah. sound great. No, it doesn't. Retro to what, May 23rd? I forget what the date is, but still, like, I didn't realize he was hurt. That, and what's weird, the Stanton thing. So the latest one says he was put on the IL, this is from Sports uh, ESPN, with sore, with a sore ankle. Right. Hours earlier from ESPN. The story was he was put on the IL for calf injury. Yes. Which means now he's got a calf well, and an ankle. I think maybe. They said the MRI showed nothing wrong with the Achilles or the calf. And it was lower. So maybe the pain just shot up. I don't know. So Boomer, Boomer was not right because he said calf. So he's wrong. Incorrect. That's true. It's Although probably injury. he probably did say ankle. Right. Yes, behind. Also, I don't think we had a contest this year. About I don't either. Sean we did, we did not. We did. Because I didn't have any part of that. Me neither. And I'm here all the time, other than those many days I've missed. But other than that, Jerry. Other than when you're off. Other than when I'm off. And yes. I had uh, two sick days this year, which is not good. That's That goes against my uh, policy. You know what? Sometimes you need one. After years and years of not taking one, yes. you're fine. You ever, trust, especially when you look and see how many of you you've accumulated. I've uh, accumulated 480 hours yes. of sick time. You realize how much time that is? That's a, a lot, lot of time. Yes, it is. Somebody figured it out for me. I think it's seven weeks or something. It's a lot. Uh, then I saw this uh, in Baltimore. Or no, it was in the Yankee Stadium, but uh, the Yankees uh, playing Baltimore. Well, it could have been happening in Baltimore. Who knows? Uh, Aaron Judge went to give a little kid with a... Uh, a glove who he went to give the little kid a baseball. He didn't toss it to the kid, Jerry. He walked over to reach up and hand it to the kid, and an adult 
reached into the kid's glove and stole it. Now, do we know a if punk. the adult was not with this kid? No, because he, he was like two rows back or something. Because this video, I I saw it just yeah. before I came in. It's like everywhere. Like, what are you I doing? I don't know. And the kid's yelling at Aaron Judge. Like, why didn't Aaron Judge yell at that guy? I don't know. I like, don't hey, know. you jerk. Give I that kid know. a ball. And this is after what happened in Toronto, which was so awesome, as we know. Right? What happened there? I forget. Remember in Toronto, the... Um, the, the guy caught the Aaron Judge oh, ball, yes. gave it to the kid with the Yankee. That's cool. Yes. That's not cool. I would love to do that if the camera was on me. I catch a home run ball, and then I hand it to a child. As soon as the camera's going to take the ball back. Kid, I'm going <laughs> to You just want the credit. That'd be so cool. I agree. I mean, you make that kid's day. Yes. You definitely would. Let's see. I want to see. He'd be a hero forever. It's amazing. You know what the first thing that comes up when you say guy takes ball from kid? Not a Yankee game. Cubs game. Yeah. So this apparently happens. It's a pandemic, Jerry. Man. What That's has the happened right to ever? It's really terrible, isn't it? Yeah. I don't like adults doing, like, taking stuff from kids. I, You're right. You creepy adults. You're absolutely right. I'm trying to see here just real quick. So it was the bottom of the eighth inning. All right. Uh, this was the other night. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Polo. So they actually had it on. Yes. I didn't see this live. Eddie, I, mm, can I Oh, yeah. This? Paul no. O'Neill says it's a grand theft. Right. Eddie, lower my fader because I just want to see uh, if, if Aaron Judge actually says anything back. Because I don't, I don't remember or see, I remember seeing him say anything. Let's see. No, it's like he. I think he hands the kid the ball and he turns around and heads the other way. The adult stole it. Oh, yeah. Could you oh, have well. that guy arrested for theft? He no, did no. give the ball to the little I kid. I don't think so. I would. I'd call 911. 911? Mm. Someone stole a, a baseball out of my glove. It's actually pretty funny. I mean, it's terrible, but it's <laughs> the adult just grabbing. <laughs> I don't even like normally. I mean, that was he handed the kid the ball. Sometimes I don't even I don't like even when the player is looking at a little kid and he's like motions to the kid. I'm going to toss you this ball. And then some adult grabs it. Oh, Absolutely. That happens often it's because I you realize how many and this goes to how many baseballs they run through in a game. Which yeah. Is stupid. You imagine. How many times they come off the field, they just toss the ball into yes. the crowd. There are times that they are trying to throw it to someone. And I've seen that having in a few times sat really close. It's amazing. People run after those baseballs and they're trying. It's like it's gold. It's a baseball. <laughs> right. And it's not like you didn't catch the no, home run. It's not a foul ball or a home run. They're just tossing you a ball, which is great. Very yeah. nice. Let's relax. Because even the uh, when Aaron Judge yesterday hit the... Uh, the ball that he thought was going to be a home run. It took a one hopper, went over the wall. Right. The Yankee fans who got it off of the rebound and the bounce were so excited to have gotten that ball. Yeah. I also like sometimes when uh, an outfielder catches the final out of the inning, they'll catch it. And they throw it back out. And they throw it into the crowd. I always wonder, like, what if someone's not paying any attention? They just There's get clocked no the ball. no doubt people have gotten hit by the ball. There's no <laughs> doubt. Like you're like, have you ever watched a game? Innings no over. one's paying attention. <laughs> innings over. Let me head to the bathroom. Donk. Yeah, hundred percent. Right off your head. That and people are on their phones. Yes. Non-stop at these games. Just look your favorite view. The people behind home plate. Ah. Uh, Half the people are never paying attention. Yes, and I love when they show, especially when it was a key play like a home run. Yeah. And they'll show the the super slow mo to yep. show you, and no one's looking. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the ball's <laughs> launched. And they look up, and then you see, oh. Right, in super slow-mo. <laughs> yes, and you see it all the time. Yes. Like, is anybody that actually watched the game, <laughs> no. 
It is. It's like almost like an event to go to, and everything else is secondary. I hate when I find myself at events. This happens at concerts a lot, and I'll find myself watching the jumbo screen. I'm like, what am I here for? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like going to Cowboy Stadium. Yeah. If you ever get to Dallas or Arlington or wherever the hell it's on Arlington, that screen is so awesome. You find yourself actually watching the game, and it's nothing more than the Fox or whatever yes. broad CBS. Like that's what you're watching, and they'll put some other things up there. But it's so clear and it's amazing. And you sit there on there. Why am I here? Wait, what am I doing here? But it is neat for me to be there. It's cool. Yeah. But you can certainly make that case, especially if you're sitting all the way up. Right. You have to watch the screen better. And parking there is like $75. <laughs> for real. Like, if you want to be within a mile of that stadium, you, it cost you a fortune to park there. And yet, there you are. So, anyway. All right. Quick break. 25 in front of six. Lots more to do. Uh, we come right back. And then Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. Hello there. His name's Al. I'm Jerry. We've got Eddie and Boomer and Geo soon. It's a quarter to six. It's Thursday. We are one day away from the kickoff to summer down the shore. DJ's in Belmar. So one more day in studio. And then Al is on like a four-day break because he doesn't have to really leave his place. So yeah. to go to one show for a few hours. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Jerry, uh, at the start of this program, we discussed how both the Yankees and the Mets we're starting pitchers uh, with uh, no starting pitching experience. Yeah. And uh, we talked about how uh, Mr. Sears uh, uh, for the Yankees yes. did well. Five very shutout well. innings. Uh, but uh, the the Mets pitcher who got the afternoon game. That didn't go so good. Did not go so well, Jerry. No. What is his name? Thomas Zapucky. Yeah. Zapucky is um, yeah. Zastucky. He he really had a tough time yesterday. Yeah, the Mets lost nine to three, and most of those runs, most all of them, all of them came from Mister Thomas Zapucky. Yes, that was uh, actually all of them. Is he down? Is, is he like immediately off the team now? You know, I would certainly think so. <laughs> I, I don't that know. Sucks. They they're in a weird spot right now with yeah. their pitching because of the injuries, as we know. Um, but boy, you give up nine runs, four home runs. Was it four or five? It was four home runs because, uh, Longoria hit two. Um, but it was Jock Peterson hit another one. Another one. one. After he had three the night before. So it's, and, and your guy, didn't you, you Stremski hit one? Yes. Your guy. So it was a rough start for him. Yeah. That sucks. Like now he goes back down. When does he get another chance? You know, you never know. You may never, like you don't know. luck. Cause this could happen to Max Scherzer. On a random day, okay. it could happen to Garrett Cole. I don't know about nine runs in an inning and a third or an inning and two thirds, well, but it, it can happen uh, for sure. Right. You, you no get question. shelled, I don't know, for whatever yes. reason. Right. Garrett Cole gave up the, what, four or five runs in the one inning the yeah. other day in the midst but of an we'll, eight-inning game. We give those guys another chance because they have a long track record. Yes. This guy's no track record. No, and he, I think he had some injuries. At one point, he was the fourth highest prospect in the Met organization. I don't know where he ranks now. So... You would think he's got a future for sure. I just don't know when that future resumes now. Like, what if he, what if he had diarrhea yesterday and was just not feeling good? And then he's, This he's, is where you're going? Yeah. Then he had diarrhea? Let's just say it's something simple like that, and well, it throws him off. I would like to think yeah. he would go to the trainer and ask for some Pepto-Bismol. That's not going to help. What do you think? He's wetting himself out there? No, but just like, you know, maybe How he's... about nerves? Right, but as I mean, maybe nerves then contributed to diarrhea... 
contributed to a weakness in his system. Is it possible? Yes. How about this? He Is just it probable? Yes. How about he just missed his spots yesterday? Or missed his spots. Yes. And it's not like it was his first time. He had pitched for the Mets before one time. This was just his first start. Correct. So, one that he'd like to forget. I'd like to bring the kid back for another one. And they very well might in five days. I don't know. It's possible. Someone, Again, they have major pitching, pitching problems. Someone needs to talk to this kid. Like, I hope they don't let him just uh, flounder after this. Like, I feel, I'm feeling for him, Jerry. You hope he gets another opportunity? He probably I hope he will. Gets, but, and soon. He's a starting pitcher. I'm sure yeah. he'll get another another chance somewhere down the line. Like, when we play a, a scrub team, I don't know who the scrub teams are yet. Well, we play a scrub team. The let's Nationals throw... are not very good this year. All right, year. let's throw them out there. Okay. Let's give them another start. And then we pitch him at City Field. We give him a standing ovation. Uh, so, hey. If he pitches well. Remember Steven Matz when he first started? Yes. They loved him. Absolutely. It doesn't take much. Just go out there and perform well. That was the last Met game I've been to in person. Steven Matz's uh, debut. debut. You have not been to City Field that long? That yeah. can't be true. That is true. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. I went with my friend Steve and John. We went to uh, watch uh, Stephen Matt's debut. That was I, on a weekend, wasn't it? Not? Yeah, it was a, on a Saturday, I believe. He also had a, a hit in that game. Didn't he double off yeah. the wall or something? Double off the wall. Yeah, I do remember that because that was, they were showing his parents nonstop yes. on SNY. Yeah. I do remember that. Those were the days, Jerry. You thought he'd be a legend. Yes. Uh, Jeff McNeil left the game. He, he says he's fine. crashed face first into the wall. And like he said, by the way, and I didn't notice this till after he said something. So he he caught a ball. He said he went diving for a ball, diving for balls. His slide began. He was in play, and he slid about three feet and hit a wall. Yeah, they're foul the, between the foul line and the wall is about three feet. I'm to give them a little room out there. What's well, not the way the ballpark is built? How much, fair, how much fair territory do you think or foul territories are down the right field line at Yankee Stadium? I don't know. Not much. Yeah, that's true. Not, Not much. Because as you go down and it jets out and the stands get closer and closer, yeah. this is not like playing in a – how would you – would you rather that or would you rather like Oakland where they're playing in a football stadium and you've got, you know, 30 feet before you get to the stands? Yeah, I don't like that either. Exactly. Because then, like, that's too many foul outs. Got to be a little happy medium. Yeah, happy medium. He's all right, though. He went face first, diving for that ball when they were already down, like, were they down 9 nothing? He said he will never not play hard. Yeah. And it's a bruised knee. He didn't bruise his face. And he said he will. Oh, bruised knee. He he did end up face planting. He said he'll be ready tomorrow night against the Phillies. All right. That's a man. That is a man. I'm getting back out there like a hockey player. Come at me. I'm a man. Right. And he's not even 40. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, Jerry, he will be wearing number four for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Now, Last year, another fellow wore number four, linebacker Anthony Walker. But uh, he said he was going to uh, give up his number to Deshaun Watson, and then J- Deshaun Watson gave him a gift, Jerry. Okay, what's that? Don't tell me massages. massages. That can't be. Oh, okay, the way you were looking, I thought it was going to be... No, for real? No. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> what did they give him? Oh, a Rolex. Oh, all right. A massage would have been hilarious. How about cash? How you just got two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed cash, right? Oh, here's a two hundred thousand dollar watch. Can I return this? <laughs> you could do that. for cash. Have you ever gotten a gift and immediately returned it for the money? Uh, I did do that when I was younger. I can't recall when I have done that, but I uh, yeah, like if a, a shirt I wasn't going to wear or something. 
then just get the is cash. Is the gift receipt in there? Just wondering, <laughs> yeah, just, just in case curious. it doesn't fit. <laughs> just curious, Jerry. The greatest thing they ever did was the gift receipt. Oh, my gosh, the gift receipt. This way, because no one minds giving it to you. Right. And this way, you do what you want with it. Right. I mean, you can find out what they paid when you return it with the gift receipt. You can. You but, go, oh, they got this off the sales rack, did they? Well, $7. <laughs> <laughs> did you want this shirt in a different size or the $7? <laughs> Take the seven dollars. Seven bucks, I guess. <laughs> Shirt's ugly. <laughs> Go get myself a Big Mac on the way out. <laughs> stupid. Uh, the NFL is expected to launch a streaming service. Yeah, this is stupid. This though. is stupid. They're going to call. Makes no sense. They're going to call it NFL Plus. Right, but plus you get nothing. Right, except you get nothing. for what's on TV already. Right. So five dollars, five dollars a month. You would get your local games. Right. Only. Mm-hmm. And then some extra content that they're going to create, is useless. which no one watches. No one watches. I guess is this good for people who cut the cord and don't have an antenna? I suppose, yeah, because for me, with the cable subscription, I can still log in and watch two and fi- on my phone anyway. Right. This does make it easier, just having it all in one place for sure. But it's but like, I don't know. The other thing I, I hate is they go, uh, NFL Plus streaming service, watch the local games. So if you cut the cord, it works. But games will only be available on mobile and tablets. Yes. Not on your TV. What put it, what is the difference whether I watch it on my <laughs> And then it will just block jerks. that you can't mirror it from your right. iPad. It's unbelievable Don't how be they jerks. do that. I know. I know. So I could watch it here on this twelve inch iPad that you're fine with. But not on your sixty five inch screen TV. Right. What's what's the problem? I don't know. They're just trying to needle you everywhere they can. Every way they can. Uh-huh. Five dollars for this, ten dollars for that. Hey, about nineteen ninety nine for this. This is going up. I know this only works while you're sitting on the toilet in your bathroom. We know we somehow know and can block it if you try to watch this in your kitchen. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> right, the porn people let you watch it everywhere. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> you can watch porn anywhere, Jerry. <laughs> Televisions, phones, tablets, and you would know laptops. What's your favorite viewing device? <laughs> I don't watch porn, Jerry. <laughs> sure, you don't. All right, it's 5.52, quick break. When we come back, one final story, and then Boomer and Geo. Join us right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Raphael Nadal. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, back. Yankees did win last night. Mets got the blown out of San Francisco. They played at Phillies Tomorrow, Yankees race tonight, Rangers hurricanes tonight also. Jerry, hope we don't have another COVID on our hands. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warned. Well, they warned American travelers to practice enhanced precautions this week because of the spread of monkeypox. Oh, okay. So I thought you were gonna say was it Legionnaire's disease? Is that another one? Uh, that's an old school one, I think. Isn't that wasn't that found in the Bronx or something this week? Legionnaire's diseases in the Bronx? Something. Why Maybe not. There was I think something. you're thinking of monkeypox no, in the I'm Bronx no, Zoo. No. 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 no I'm not. Monkeypox. <laughs> I'm going to start wearing a mask for monkeypox. <laughs> but you have to wear a monkey mask with the monkey lips and Can the I monkey wear Curious face. Curious George? Yeah, you could do Curious George. You could pick any of your favorite cartoon that would be good. or movie monkeys. Okay. Like uh, Clyde from the um, Clint Eastwood movies. Left turn, Clyde, and the monkey would punch somebody. Right in your face. Monkey pox. Or the bear from BJ and the Bear. Oh, BJ and the Bear, which was always confusing. Not a monkey. His name is Monkey. He is a monkey, but his name is Bear. Oh, and what was that from? Or was he BJ? 
BJ and the Bear was a uh, movie about a trucker, Jerry, who had a monkey partner. It was a TV series. A TV series. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.